don't come here expecting to have some big flashy new idea come out or, or some big surprise come out. Come here and sit with us and walk with us as we get through to see the, uh, the background stories and deep inside of the games we're working on. Alright chaps, welcome to episode 30 of the Tidal Hack Podcast, I'm your man Chris Scullion and yeah, Sony's just had their E3 conference and yeah, that was very much a conference of two halves. Now you'll need to forgive me if I'm a bit rambling here uh, or yawning but it is uh, just after half past three in the morning, uh, UK time, uh, I stayed up to watch the Sony conference and yeah... um, like I say, it was very much a conference of two halves. The second half was fine. It was what you would expect from a, a kind of standard conference. But the first, the first half an hour at least was easily the worst. Um, the the worst uh, display, not display. The, the basically the worst I've seen from any of the big three, uh, Sony, Microsoft, or Nintendo from any conference. Um, it was. Just, absolutely atrocious um, but we'll get to that um, but we'll get to that first I suppose because we're going in order so yeah the, the, the show started in this odd kind of church like tent thing that they set up um, and it soon became clear that that's because it was part of it was it was a piece of the um, it was basically one of the environments from The Last of Us 2 which was the first one up um, they kicked off with Gustavo Santoyala, um, I can't really pronounce his surname, the guy who composed The Last of Us, uh, the music for that. So he's sitting playing his wee banjo and that was quite nice. But not a wee bit, a wee bit long, but fair enough, a wee bit of live music. Uh, Ubisoft did the same, so you can't really, um, and Bethesda did the same with Android WK, so you can't really go to get too angry at them. It's just, that's the thing, that's the E3 thing. And then it went into, Footage from The Last of Us 2, a kind of lengthy cut scene with Ellie at a party um, and uh, getting it on with another female. Uh, so I'm looking forward to um, the internet losing their shit at that, um, even though it was already kind of hinted at in the past in, in Last of Us 1 DLC. Um, I'm sure there'll be some people still angry that that DLC might have just been her trying out new things and now that it seems like she's a full on lesbian I'm sure there'll be some people angry with that and the way the way things are. Um I was more concerned with the, the there was some really gory bits in it. Um and it seems like Sony is doubling down. I don't know if you remember but like last year during Paris Games Week uh, there was a trailer for The Last of Us Two um and there was a lot of it was pretty controversial. There was a lot of backlash to it because there's a bit where a woman gets uh, pinned down on the floor and has her elbows broken with hammers, uh, with a hammer, which was really, really disturbing to watch. Um, and then another, and then having like a noose tied around her neck and stuff like that. It was really pretty graphic. Um, but then we see this, and you see it goes from the lesbian kiss uh, straight to like a jump cut to her. Sticking a knife in somebody's neck, uh, which is really, it was quite unsettling. And as she's doing it, you could hear just about hear the crowd that were there cheering and whistling. I was like, oh, really? I mean, I, I, I'm not a prude. I love my horror movies and stuff like that. But 
this is the sort of stuff if, if you imagine a non-gaming journalist trying to cover this event um, that's how we're being portrayed as someone having a knife stuck in their throat while people whoop and holler um, it's kind of unsettled me a wee bit um, as she goes along she's kind of loads of typical Last of Us stealth stuff she's hiding in grass and stuff like that you see a guy getting cut in the stomach with, and all his guts kind of pouring out which is quite also quite grim uh, later on she cuts another guy's throat and you hear him kind of gasping like, as he dies the whole thing was just a bit grim I mean the game visually it looks really impressive and it's clearly a dark game anyway so that's what you can expect from it but um, yeah it was, it's not one that I'm going to be playing with the kids about put it that way um, but yeah so it looks fine it looks like The Last of Us but uh, with Ellie um, as the main character instead so there you go uh, looks fine um, I'll, I'll probably get it um, see what it's got but yeah good stuff <laughs> after this I don't know what the fuck they're playing at. So they basically then told everyone in attendance to basically get up and move to a different area. Um, which meant they cut to this panel, like, like basically a table outside the uh, the venue uh, where Sean Layden joined a couple of other hosts. Um, and they just chatted for like 10 minutes. Um which was really kind of off-putting, and it was it just killed the conference, it killed the flow dead at that point immediately. Um, and what annoyed me more was it wasn't just that setup; it was the complete nobody at any point seemingly thought, you know, is this going to be fun to watch? Like just three dicks sitting around the table just talking. Um, I've I've spoken in the past about. Um, how these things go in waves and how Sony has its arrogant wave and then it's, oh, we're listening to you now wave and then it's arrogant. This is very much full arrogant Sony we're at now where they decide, oh, this is how we're going to do it. We're going to do a bit in a tent and then we're going to move to another bit and the fans are just going to sit there and wait for 15 minutes while we do that and, and they'll like it. And it's like, no, well, well we won't because you got, I went on Twitter at that point and other than the most ardent fanboys who were uh, trying to defend it, uh, which is daft because it's pretty indefensible in my opinion, uh, the vast majority of people were saying, what is fucking going on here? This is terrible. This is really this has killed the momentum dead, uh, which it had done. I mean, and, and they tried to break it up a bit by showing some uh, some trailers for some of the trailers were stuff that had been shown earlier in the week, like the Tetris effect and stuff like that. Some of it was just trailers for stuff that already exists, so like DLC for Black Ops 3. Um, they announced that Black Ops 3 has been added to PlayStation Plus, which is fine, that's decent. Um, a kind of CG trailer for Destiny 2's new DLC called Forsaken, stuff like that. So then, after 33 minutes of this conference, at which point we've still only seen one kind of new first party, well, not even new, one game from Sony, The Last of Us, Finally, after 33 minutes, um, we finally cut to the second venue where an old kind of Chinese chap starts playing a flute. Um, and everyone, again, it was good, but again, it was another lengthy musical interlude. Um, by this point, I'm climbing the walls. I'm like, come on, show us some footage. Um, thankfully, from that point on, that was the kind of after that performance ended the rest the second half of the conference kind of picked up the pace a bit and ended up becoming more like what you would expect and hope from a conference but by that point the dam a lot of the damage had been done 33 minutes more than half an hour had been gone we'd only seen one 
game. Um, and it was a game everyone already knew existed. Um, but anyway, the, after the, the uh, Chinese chap, we got the first... Well, we got some footage of... We got footage of Ghost of Tsushima, uh, which looks lovely. It's Sucker Punch's um, next game. Um, it looks absolutely fantastic. If that's in-game, and that if that's legitimately in-game and Sony isn't doing a... A kill zone like they did, they did back in the day and showing his fake footage. If that's if that's legit, that's pretty remarkable. That it looks as good as that. Um, it was go a bit gory again. Um, it seems to be if you're not into gory games, it wasn't really a lot for you. Um, in this show, uh, for the most part, um, there's a bit where a guy gets his throat slashed with a samurai sword. There's loads of kind of swords just getting stuck in bodies that are lying about and blood kind of spurting up and stuff like that, which is fine. That's what it is, but. Yeah, it was a bit, mm, a bit grim again. Um, it kind of ends with like this battle under a tree where there's red leaves in the tree and there's red leaves scattered all over the floor and every time they move the leaves kind of get thrown up and scattered about. It looked absolutely fucking incredible. Um, so if that's how it's going to look, um, and I have my suspicions, I have my doubts because I don't think there's been anything as visually impressive as that in PS4 Yeah, PS4 is a powerful console but I don't know... If it's that powerful, I don't even know if Xbox One's that powerful. Um, you wonder if that's um, the first kind of rumblings of PS5, but maybe I'm just maybe I'm not giving uh, Sucker Punch enough credit, and maybe that is legit. In which case, it's going to be the best looking game on PS4 by a good distance. Um, but yeah, that looks really good. Ghost of Tsushima kind of started making up for the utter car crash that was the first uh, half an hour. Um, at that point, we get the first of these kind of random 10-second clips of people playing musical instruments. So it was like a banana playing a guitar, and there was a tiny wee message at the corner of the screen. If you kind of blinked, you would miss it. A wee thing saying, Made in Dreams. Which uh, is obviously uh, the thing that, uh, that, that kind of new game, that Dreams, that's been kind of talked about for a number of conferences now. Um, and you got the impression as as the conference went on, um, you got more and more of these wee clips of guys playing the piano and playing the trumpet and stuff like that. And you got you're sitting there thinking, well, I was certainly sitting there thinking, right, this is going to culminate in a proper trailer for Dreams and a proper reveal for Dreams. But it never happened. It just those were just things that happened in between games. Um, and the crowd was completely dead every single time. There wasn't a single titter. Titter or a chuckle or a giggle in the crowd. The, the crowd. the crowd was completely silent throughout these. So that was a bit... Um, it didn't really work as well as Sony probably hoped. Um, then moved on to Control. Where it's got a female protagonist who can kind of move things about with, with her hands and stuff like that. Um, when, I, when I first saw it, I was thinking this looks a hell of a lot like Quantum Break. Uh, which was an Xbox One exclusive. Um, and then sure enough, at the end, the logo for Remedy... Um, appeared Remedy made Quantum Breaks is very much looks very much like it uses the same engine, um, but is a kind of a, a new story. Um, it's not a neat look up um, whether it's a PS4 exclusive, but I get the feeling it's multi-format. Mm. Um, I'm pretty sure it's multi-format, but I need to double check. Um, but yeah, so Control it looks quite it looks quite cool. That's my kind of thing. I like I liked Quantum Breaks. So I'm I'm up for Control as well because it looks like the same sort of thing. Uh, very, uh, it looks like it does the same thing Quantum Break does in that it manipulates the environment really, in a really interesting way. Like the the the, the stages, all the the environment kind of folds up and 
uh, buckles in on itself and kind of it's it's really impressive looking. You need to check it out if you if you didn't get to see it. So yeah, then the, the kind of the, the the nicest surprise of the of the show I think was um, the first trailer for the Resident Evil Two remake, um, which was kind of confirmed last year, but nothing was shown. They just kind of said, "Yeah, we're making it." Um, and now they kind of showed it like a CG trailer for it. Um, and it looks brilliant. It looks spot on. Um, and then they said, "Yeah, it's out on the twenty fifth of January, and you can pre order it now." So that's a lovely touch. Um, that it's only six months away. Um, looks good. I'm more than happy with that. Although to the point now that it makes the Resident Evil One remake look pretty prehistoric. Now I almost kind of wish they'd remade one first uh, properly and then remade two. But um, I can't have everything. But it certainly looks great. Um, I'm well up for the Resi Two remake. Um, then we got Trover Saves the Universe, uh, which is created by the chap that did Rick and Morty. Um, it's, which, which was pretty obvious if you didn't know that it would have been clear right away because the characters have exactly the same voices as Rick and Morty pretty much and they did and they speak in that kind of quite obviously improvised way where he's he's just kind of going oh I, I, this is this is the, the game where I guess uh, you know that kind of kind of mumbling uh, winging it making it up as it goes along kind of thing which is quite funny um, so it looks good um, I, I don't want to like it because Rick and Morty fan base is more or less toxic but um, I do still like Rick and Morty despite that and this looks quite funny so I'm up for that um, um, I'll be up for Trover Saves the Universe and Kingdom Hearts again <laughs> There's fucking Square Enix is uh, really doing well with Kingdom Hearts and uh, this time you had the Kingdom Hearts 3 trailer and Microsoft's conference you get the Kingdom Hearts 3 trailer and Square Enix's own conference and now you get a Kingdom Hearts 3 trailer again uh, this time in Sony's conference, a different trailer this time it'd be fair. Um, and then an announcement at the end of all the Kingdom Hearts remixes that the previous uh, remake things uh, plus Kingdom Hearts 3 are all going to be available in one package on the PlayStation, so that's quite good. Um, up next is another one of the big ones, Death Stranding. I'm not sure about this anymore. Um, again, it's, far t- it's really far too early to tell, I think, but... Um, of the stuff that's been shown for Death Stranding so far, I think this was the least exciting. Um, they showed what looked like gameplay footage for the first time, but the majority of it was just a guy just walking um, through various landscapes and environments, and that's not really telling me anything yet. I, I still don't really know what's going on, and it's it's a curious one. I'm I'm, I'm really not sure about it. Um, they seem to be a confirmation that Leia Sedu, who I think she's French, she was she was a Bond girl inspector, but she's been in loads of other stuff, um, like one of the Mission Impossible movies and stuff like that. Um, she's going to be in it now, and so is Lindsay Wagner, who was a bionic woman back in the seventies. Uh, they're they were both in this trailer, so they're going to be in it as well, um, along with your man from The Walking Dead. Um, so yeah, it's a, it's an interesting one. Um, <laughs> I'm just not sure. I'm not sure how how it's either going to be fantastic or it's going to be one of the biggest disappointments uh, given the hype um, in gaming. I would certainly hope it's a former because I, I like, although I'm not a big Metal Gear Solid fan, I can appreciate Kojima's kind of uh, quirkiness and I'm, I'm curious about it. And like I say, I like the previous trailers. 
Um, I love the idea of the kind of invisible things and their handprints appearing in the, the mud and all that kind of stuff and that weird thing carrying the baby about. I'd love to know more about that. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of people were expecting proper gameplay today and um, an explanation as to what this game's all about. But I think it's fair to say people are still pretty much in the dark after that and we're about three or four trailers down now and people are still thinking, what the fuck is this game about? I don't get it. Um, so yeah, I think the jury's still out on Death Stranding, uh, which is disappointing because, like I say, people were. I think a lot of people hoped they'd be in the position now that they would be. They, they would kind of know whether they were up for it or not, and I think a lot of people are still, um, not still undecided. I think there's a brief CG trailer for Neo Two, uh, which is nice. Got a nice wee pop from the crowd, as they say in wrestling parlance. Um, and then finally, Spider-Man, kind of lengthy sequence of Spider-Man showing him fighting all manner of baddies and then him taking an absolute kick in at the end. Um, just, just, just because Sony had already showed uh, a load of games with gory bits in them, so they thought, oh, we might as well have Spider-Man take an absolute fucking kick in as well, just to continue the theme. Um, it looks great. It's out, only out, it's out in a few months, I believe, so um, I'm up for that. I'll definitely get that. Um, but that was it. No Days Gone or anything like that. That was, that was the end of it, and it's just, I don't know. Um, like I say, it was a conference of two halves. It was pretty much almost literally an hour long. It was like an hour and five minutes or something. Uh, so it was pretty much split right down the middle. The first half was just The Last of Us 2 and then that interminably long wait while uh, the, uh, the entire audience was asked to move to a new venue, which is fucking beggar's belief. Like, I can't believe they would do that. Um, again, it just shows a complete disregard for the for the viewer at home, as if they thought oh, they they won't mind. They'll just sit and wait for it and like it. It's, I cannot believe nobody said actually. Hold on, that's this is fucking a terrible idea. Um, but stuff that I'd kind of um, if I'd made a Sony bingo card, I would have made a lot of stuff that was that wasn't on there. I would have half expected or hoped Sony to try and kind of. Um, catch up with Microsoft in, in certain elements. Obviously, they're still leading in terms of sales, but Microsoft Xbox One has some interesting features that I would have thought Sony would have at least made an attempt to kind of try and uh, replicate. I would have thought that uh, they would have at least made some sort of attempt at backwards compatibility, but that wasn't there. I would have thought they would have tried to copy Game Pass, but that didn't happen. Um, it was just really, really odd. Um, to the point that um, during the, the that kind of long panel chat thing while they were moving venues, Sean Layden said something like, I'll, I'll put the quote at the start of this podcast if you want to go back and listen to it, because I'll find it before I, I upload this. He said something like, don't expect flashy ideas here. They, they kind of made it clear they were only showing four first party games, um, three of which we already had seen before. Um, and yeah, he said something along the lines of, don't expect flashy new ideas here. Imagine saying that at your conference. Don't expect anything exciting, basically. Um, that's how I interpreted it, at least. It's like, this was very much a gap year for Sony uh, because most of those games are games we already knew. In fact, some of them are games we... I'm pretty sure Last of Us we've seen two years in a row now, but that, that might be wrong. I might be wrong saying that. Um, certainly Death Stranding we've seen for two years now. Um, and we're still none the wiser, I don't think. Um, I just, it was, it was, 
if I was to rate, I would give that conference a four out of ten. Like that, just purely if if it continued like the first half, it would have been a one or a two out of ten because that first half was like I said at the start, the, the worst half an hour I've ever seen in any, uh, the worst opening half an hour I've seen in any of the big three. Uh, conferences in any E3 that was just absolutely fucking terrible despite The Last of Us looking good um, I still felt personally I felt uncomfortable with the level of violence there but I get that it's a violent game and like I say I'm no prude but that's not really the best foot forward you want to be putting um, when non-gaming journalists are, are going to be looking at E3 and try to cover it I'm just that's my opinion most most people disagree with me but yeah um, I don't know I'm just I'm annoyed. I think if I had a quick look at Twitter after it, and I can see the kind of um, Sony defense force in, in full flow um, saying, "Oh, but to be fair, before it they said they were only going to show four games." That doesn't matter. Um, if I say I'm going to take a shite in the carpet and then go and do it, uh, that doesn't make me honourable or doesn't excuse me from doing it just because I said I was going to. Um, the, the, the fact that they said we're only going to show four games. Um, especially considering what Microsoft had done uh, the previous day uh, showing not not the, not the Sony only showed four games, obviously they showed some kind of indie stuff as well, and uh, third party stuff as well so they, I'd say, I don't count it but I'd say they showed about 12, 13 games in total um, Microsoft showed 50 and, and, not the, and again a lot of those are third party games um, so it doesn't really count, uh, sorry multi-platform games so it doesn't really count but um a couple of years back, people were praising Sony for showing Shenmue 3 and the uh, Final Fantasy 7 remake, even though, um, to the best of my knowledge, Final Fantasy at least is multi-platform. Uh, it might not be, I might be wrong. Uh, certainly Shenmue is on uh, PC as well. Um, and they were getting praised at the time for that, and Sony regularly gets praised for uh, showing third-party games uh, and multi-platform games during the conferences. So that's just... That's a thing that like people remember the conference, even if even if it's a multi-platform game, people remember it being shown at, at a conference, and it adds to the uh, the overall uh, value of whether that was a good conference or not. So Microsoft showed a lot of multi-platform stuff, but by the end of it, people were like, "Fuck, there's a lot of games there." They, they, people don't care whether Microsoft are making it or or anyone else. It's what they see is a a conference packed with games, and it gives the impression that Xbox has got a lot of games, even though. A lot of them are on PlayStation as well. If you um, took someone who didn't have a PlayStation 4 or an Xbox One and just started them with with this week and showed them Microsoft's conference and PlayStation's conference, um, they would say that PlayStation's got a couple of games that look really good, those like Last of Us and Ghost of Tsushima and Spider-Man, but by and large, Xbox has a, a much, much, much wider uh, selection there, like racing games and uh, all that kind of stuff, Cuphead and stuff like that. So, yeah, that's that's a bad. That was a bad conference. Even though they kind of redeemed it a bit at the end um, by finally kind of getting going and saying, "Here's some other games." Uh, they fucked it. That that first half was absolutely terrible. Um, but yeah, there we go. Let's check the Twitter questions. Um, I don't imagine there'll be as many as there were before because it's now four in the morning. Uh, I don't know who's awake. Uh, but we'll, we'll find out. 
Alan Paxton says, what's your overall thoughts on Death Stranding? We're so many trailers in and it's, is this just a rudderless game? Like I said earlier, like he says, there's so many trailers in. I don't know if it's rudderless. I think that kind of implies that Kojima doesn't know what he's doing. I get the feeling there's still a plan there and they're just being really um, overly vague with it, um, being too mysterious with it. I'd like to think that by this point they know what the game is and they know how it's going to play and what's going on, but they're just kind of pissing around and trying to keep us in suspense. Um, <clears throat> so I'm not down on Death Stranding. I just think the jury's still out. I'm not. I'm not seen enough to make a verdict on it yet. So um, I'm happy to just kind of sit back and wait and see what's coming. Sorry, my throat's getting really bad. <laughs> you can hear um, too much talking in, in late night. Uh, but let's move on. <clears throat> Kieran says, excellent games with a terrible presentation from Sony. What do you think the gameplay of Death Stranding is? I already covered that. And how is Kingdom Hearts getting so much airtime at E3? Um, I mean, to be fair, people have been talking about Kingdom Hearts for, for years, so have they wanted Kingdom Hearts 3? So it's clear that Sony and Microsoft both got in touch with uh, Square Enix and said, if Kingdom Hearts is coming, we want it on our conference because everyone, a lot of people... <laughs> A lot of people are interested in it, and Square Enix have obviously obliged and said, yep, go for it, here's your trailers. So, um, yeah, it's pretty obvious that Kingdom Hearts is getting so much airtime because everyone wants a piece of it, and, and there you go. Um, Thomas says, Sean Layden literally told us not to come here expecting flashy surprises and to walk with him through the stories. Am I going mad, or has Sony lost the plot resting on their laurels? Um, yeah, it's a weird one. It's, it's, it's as if... I don't know. It's it, it, like I say, this is, feels like a gap year for Sony. You get, there's loads of rumours that they've started work on PlayStation Five, um, and you get the feeling that next E3 they'll show PlayStation Five and say, "Here's what we've been working on for the past year or two, um, and what you're getting just now is the last kind of big titles, or certainly the last part of the big wave that was first announced three or four years ago, saying, "Oh, here's a load of games like God of War and all this kind of stuff." Uh, Uncharted 4 and everything, you, you get this is the kind of last um, batch of that I think uh, before we before we kind of the slate is clean and we, and we get more new stuff personally and this isn't everyone's opinion because obviously God awarded really well I'm getting kind of bored of third person action adventure games um, <clears throat> the four all four big Sony first party games there uh, were third party action adventure games Last of Us um, the Ghost of Tsushima, Death Stranding, and Spider-Man are all third-person um, kind of action-adventure games. I'm assuming Death Stranding is because the gameplay footage they showed was um, wasn't first-person or anything like that. So maybe not third-person, but certainly action-adventure. Um, not a lot of variety there. I'm, I'm getting kind of bored of that um, that idea. And Days Gone as well, even though it wasn't shown, is is the same sort of thing. Um, I want to see more stuff from Sony. I want to see another, like a not, not specifically Drive Club, but that sort of thing. Another Gran Turismo or something. Something just to, something just different. Um, it just felt quite samey. There's a lot of people getting their throats cut and uh, getting a kick in and all that, and not a lot of variety, um, which is unfortunate. But yeah, it's. It's. I think it's just a barren, a barren year. But that is one of the most barren years I've seen in any. E3 conference um, Conor Bennett kind of echoing that, has there ever been a conference so poorly paced, started terribly got into things nicely and then ended out of nowhere yeah, that's the thing, after Spider-Man finished, it just 
they just started the montage and that was it. Nobody came out on stage and said, what you've seen here is the blah, 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 our mission is blah, blah, blah. They just, it just ended. It's just it's like, oh, okay. See you later then. Um, Ash says, are you as hyped for The Lost of Us Part 2 as I am? I am and I'm not. I, I wasn't an enormous fan of the first Last of Us. Um, it looked amazing and the story was pretty cool, but I hated the stealth aspects of it and I thought the combat was really bad. Um, I hate stealth in games at the best of times. I'm just really impatient. It's my own failing, not a game's failing. But I particularly didn't like it in The Last of Us because um, it seemed it didn't really work that well. Like when Ellie, although you're controlling Joel, sometimes Ellie would knock stuff over on the table and stuff and the enemies wouldn't react because you didn't do it. Like I was playing at one point and she bumped into a table and like a glass or something, a bottle fell on the floor and smashed and the enemy didn't react, even though they might be based on sound. Then I kind of move forward and bump into something and they turn around and go, rip my face off. Um, so I wasn't really keen on that, but um, yeah, I'm not, I wasn't a big fan of the first one, but I'm willing to give it the benefit of the doubt and, and go again because I love the atmosphere and I love the the look of it and the story and stuff, so I'm happy to kind of give it another go. Uh, Daniel Boylan says, what do you think of Death Stranding or going by the first portion of the video, Walking Simulator 2019? Um, yeah, that's the thing. Like I said earlier, it's, it was very odd that um, Death Stranding really didn't show a lot of... It was almost as if... It was almost as if it's still not ready to show gameplay and they just showed... Um, about a walking through scenery just to prove that it is actually a game and not just a load of cutscenes. Um, it's like it's like this game is nowhere near ready, but here's just here's what it will in theory. Here's what it will theoretically look like. Here's some gameplay engine stuff just so you know that it does actually exist. Um, that was how early it felt to me that there was that was all there was. It was just walking uh, through environments with n nothing else. Um, so that was a bit odd. Um, Thomas asks, has Sony slipped back to PS3 era complacency? I'm not sure they're quite there yet, but they're getting there. Like I said earlier, there's, there's waves here, and this is they're they're very much back in the arrogant wave where, um, like I said, it's 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 not like we've listened to to what you had to say and uh, we're listening to you now. We're listening to what you want at this point. It is very much we'll tell you what you want, um, and. That's gonna that's gonna backfire, I think. If once Spider Man's out, um, and people are just waiting for a couple of games, a couple of big games, that's the point where their eyes will start wandering across across the the gap and and looking at Xbox Game Pass, and they'll be seeing uh, there's a Halo coming out. They'll be seeing Crackdown. If if Crackdown does well, they'll be seeing Forza Horizon Four. Though that's this is the Sony need to keep the fans on their side, otherwise, like gamers are fickle. They'll get people eventually going. Mm, I mean, especially because a lot of people were Xbox 360 fans who jumped over to PS4 um, after Microsoft had that really bad conference uh, where they were talking about um, all the stuff they wanted to implement, which they've ended up implementing now, and people now think is a good idea. But at the time, they didn't. Um, that's how fickle people are. People who are like big 360 fans just jumped to PS4 because. PS4 get good publicity during that um, conference. If we if Sony has another bad conference and Microsoft has another good one, uh, like they did this year, people are, when the next generation comes uh, and Microsoft's acknowledged the next generation's coming, place uh, Sony hasn't yet um, in E3 at least. When the next generation comes, um, people might jump back. Uh, there's no guarantees in this business. Um, so yeah, it's. 
Sony needs to watch out because Sony's doing all the wrong things just now. Microsoft's doing all the right things. Um, and granted, they've had a bad couple of years with not a lot of big games. And uh, lack of games was a, lack of games was basically their biggest issue. But everything else they've been doing um, has been really good. Game Pass is fucking phenomenal. It's such a great uh, thing to do. Uh, they've uh, obviously EA access from a few years ago. Uh, is a great thing and apparently according to EA Sony didn't want to do it so it doesn't it doesn't exist on e, on PlayStation 4 because Sony didn't want it uh, you've, Xbox you've got some games are kind of multi-platform multiplayer so Rocket League you can play against PC players and stuff like that Sony didn't want it so you can't play against PlayStation 4 players um, same deal with Minecraft. There's updates coming soon, so you can Xbox and Switch and PC can all play together, uh, but PS4 is not included because Sony don't want it. There's there's a lot of stuff just now. No backwards compatibility as well. Obviously, Microsoft are pushing it really heavy. Sony had a spokesperson saying those these old games look quite ugly now. It's like that's your fucking heritage you're talking about, mate. You've, people are asking to play these games, and you're telling them no, they no, they look ugly. It's like well tough so to let them play it um it's we're it is we're very much an arrogant sony um era again i think um and sony needs to screw the nut here and sony needs to kind of pay attention to the feedback and say right we need to um be start becoming humble again and start listening to what people want and getting their momentum back before uh because there's there's a real possibility of a shift again next generation um, if they don't pull the finger out, because if next gen Microsoft come out and say backwards compatibility again, everything you had on Xbox One and, and 360 is going to play uh, on Xbox One, Two, or whatever the hell they end up calling it, um, that's a big fucking string for their bow. That's going to have a lot of people saying, "Well, I'm just going to uh, move on to that." If, if if the next Xbox has got Game Pass and it's playing old Xbox One games, everyone who had a PS4 um, and is tempted to jump to Xbox, that's more of a reason to do it because you'll get access to the Xbox One catalogue they missed out on as well um, sorry I'm rambling because it's late but that's my point um, Yeah, long story short, that was a massively disappointing um, conference certainly the first half of it was horrendous redeemed it a bit in the second half but uh, yeah, that was yeah Disappointing. I was I was hoping for good things there, but um, I know they said before that there's they were only going to focus on a handful of games. But you kind of hope that that would be back. That would have been backed up by a lot of kind of third party stuff. Um, just because Sony were bringing out, just because Sony were only going to focus on a handful of games, doesn't mean um, it couldn't have been backed up with more third party stuff. And f- fair enough, there was some, but not a hell of a lot. And that could have that first half hour could have been filled with a hell of a lot more. Um, but yeah, there we go. So yeah, that was Sony. Um, up next uh, will be Nintendo, I believe. Last one. Um, yep, done EA, done Microsoft, done Ubisoft, done Sony. Uh, so yeah, Nintendo tomorrow, and, and then we're done. Uh, do let me know if you want me to do a final kind of recap one, uh, summarizing some of the other conferences that I haven't discussed, and just other bits and pieces from E3. Um, and yeah. Hopefully you liked that. Please do like uh, or whatever as you do on iTunes if you if you enjoyed it. Um, spread the word to let people know if, if, if you enjoyed this and you wanted me to hear it too. Uh, get stuck in. 
Um, and yeah, I'll catch you on the flip-flop tomorrow with episode 31, which we'll be covering the Nintendo conference. Come on, Nintendo, do us proud here. Give us Animal Crossing. Uh, that's my dream for tomorrow. Uh, but yeah, cheers, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Thank you.